0: All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Friday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know at the start of your day. The big story that we're tracking is the results from Inforces or more accurately, the outlook for the rest of the year. The IT major slashed its revenue growth guidance for the current year, despite earnings meeting estimates in the first quarter. INFI now expects to clock constant currency revenue growth at 1 to 3.5% this year, and that's down from 4 to 7% that was estimated at the end of the previous quarter. The operational profitability measured as earnings before interest and tax is seen rising by 20 to 22% this year. The outlook was cut ostensibly because the company's clients have cut back on discretionary spending amidst a slowdown in its biggest market. It cited delays in decision-making by clients and spending cuts as the reasons. For the quarter gone by, the company's revenue grew 1.3% sequentially, while the profit after tax was slightly below estimates. The EBIT margin, however, was in line, down 23 basis points at 20.8%. The company's American depository receipt fell over 9% after the results were announced, so it may place spoiled spot today with the Nifty Fifty just a sliver of points away from the 20,000 mark. Sticking to earnings, FMCG major HUL reported a single-digit rise in profit in line with analyst expectations for the first quarter, and that's even as its volume grew at the slowest pace since the first quarter of the previous financial year. The company's profit grew 7% while revenue was up 6%. The volume grew 3% during the quarter, down from the 4% growth that was achieved in the previous quarter. Now, you're probably aware that India is the world's largest exporter of rice. The government has decided to ban shipments of non basmati rice to ensure domestic prices are under control. The ban comes into force with immediate effect and according to a notification by the Directorate General of Foreign Trade, shipments will be allowed on the basis of permission granted by India to other countries to meet their food security needs and based on requests from their government. In international news, US applications for unemployment benefits fell last week to the lowest level in two months. That suggests resilience in demand for workers amid a moderation in job gains. Initial jobless claims fell by 9,000 to 228,000 in the week ended the 15th of July, according to Labor Department data that was published yesterday. In more news, Ukraine has warned that any ships heading to ports in Russia or occupied areas of Ukraine may be considered military targets. That's a tit for tat response to a threat from Moscow that pushed wheat prices higher midweek. Since Moscow halted the Black Sea agreement that allowed Ukraine to export part of its grain harvests, Russia has attacked Ukrainian grain storage facilities and warned that all vessels headed to Ukrainian ports would be considered potential carriers of military supplies. In international markets, US stocks fell with the NASDAQ dropping over 2%, the SP 500 also dropped around 0.7%, but the Dow climbed about half a percent. In the Asia Pacific region, all three early rises have started in the red. And with that, it's over to Neeraj for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Could the INFI results disappointment play spoil
1: sport in the run to 20,000 for the Nifty 50? Good morning, Alex. And most certainly, our enforcers will play spoil sport. I really doubt that there is any uh, question mark over it. Uh, we will see a bit of an impact because on the IT sector at large maybe because of the commentary from Infosys. Uh, though I must say a couple of mid-sized names which came out with numbers forge and um, Persistent uh, didn't have as bad a commentary you to be honest. Uh, so let's see and maybe in the latter half of trade if Reliance ahead of its numbers perks up if banks continue to do well as they have and yesterday you saw the broadening out of the bank private banks wherein Kotak Bank and ICICI Bank really participated then you might well have a fight on our hands uh, to counter the impact of enforces and maybe IT but uh, let's wait and watch how it shapes up Um, there is uh, a fair degree of uh, confidence in the banking stocks fair degree of confidence in the manufacturing or capex related stocks and the gains thereof so I think we're watching out for all of that. In terms of stocks to watch today, obviously, Infosys is the large one. And you will see a bit of a reaction on that. Um, the, the commentary, more importantly, on Infosys, wherein they're saying that the mega deals are pushed out, significant the discretionary spends, decision-making has slowed down. All of that uh, will impact Infosys. Persistent, like I said, the numbers were largely um, in line, at least on the revenue side. The problem for Persistent was that they had an extraordinary one off expense, uh, celebratory reasons as a result of which EBIT uh, margins and net profit were down. Adjusted numbers were not as bad because this is a one off expense. Uh, CoForge revenues were up, EBIT uh, margin uh, mildly lower, but they've reiterated the FY24 annual revenue growth guidance of 13 to 16% in constant currency terms. Uh, Jeffrey's note says that. Uh, the margins will expand going ahead. So that stock could do well. Emphasis uh, revenues fell 3%. EBIT margin was flat at 15.3%. Net profit fell 2%. Almost in line with estimates. So no big changes there. HUL, um, you could argue maybe a bit of a bummer, but actually the EBIT margins were at twenty three point five seven versus expectations of 23.5%, which is okay. Net profit was largely in line, but the volume growth was muted. 3% versus 4% to 5% level over the past two, three quarters. So maybe a bit of a disappointment there. Dalmiya Bharat uh, will certainly correct. Revenues were up 10%, which is fine. 3624 versus estimates of 3693. Three. But EBITDA was a measly 4% uptick, much lower than estimate. Margins lower than estimated. Net profit much lower than estimated. Very likely could react negatively. Uh, three stocks which came out with a decent performance. Union Bank, net profit more than doubled. Uh, NII doing okay. Gross NPAs uh, coming off. QOQ. So that could do well. United Spirits had a good quarter. To my mind, it was a fabulous quarter. Could see a reaction. Uh, EBITDA margins expanded more than 1,000 basis points. Premiumization playing out. Tanla platforms. um, Okay. Margins expanded. Net profit up 35%. Margins expanded 400 basis points. So that could react. Um, And Indiamat intermesh, like I said, good numbers. Uh, Margins flattish. Uh, Revenue growth up 25%. They've approved a buyback at a price over 38% of Thursday's closing price, so that could do well. And speaking of buybacks, NNT is going to consider a buyback, so that stock could react positively. So watch out for all of these today. With this, it's back to you.
0: Thanks, Neeraj. And thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great Friday and an even better weekend ahead.